Alright guys, welcome to the first episode of video of the Real Rap Podcast, but the third overall. I'm JP and this is my co-host Javi. Welcome, thank you for tuning in to our first video episode podcast. Yeah, this is very exciting stuff, you know, yeah. like... Uh, you know, I heard a couple people say they want video and everything. It was going to be a little bit hard. Um, sadly, we couldn't get a camera today, so we have my laptop recording us. Um, hopefully, that's, like, okay for today. Uh, but next week, we'll try to get a, you know, camera and everything. Get something a little bit better quality-wise. professional, yeah. Yeah, but this is... Movie quality. Movie quality, like. <laughs> but like. this definitely, you know, this definitely is at least something. I'll take... Something it's a start. It's a start. It's a start. Good start. But hey, we got a lot to talk about today, you know. Um, just to let you guys know, uh, last week we said we we're going to have a conversation about movie licensed video games, but we're saving that for next week because, um, you know, certain people that we want to be here couldn't make it. So um, we're just going to, you know, stick to movies today and TV shows as well. So yeah. Um, the first thing I got today, uh, Javi didn't see it, I don't believe, but. I did see the new Saul movie, like I said I would Saw last X. week. Yep. And um I mean, okay, let's uh let's talk about last week, you know. Like last week I said I I said, you know, if you wanna I had a sixty minute expendables rent. Mm-hmm. I promise you guys this review is probably gonna be like fifteen minutes max. <laughs> but last week I said if you wanna see a mediocre movie that will be entertaining just watch saw x and i talked about how you know when talked about saw x i talked about how it's kind of a franchise where it's ever you know it's not really the most critically acclaimed not the best quality franchise except for the first one i think the first one's a genuinely good movie but you know two through nine (laughs) you know they're just guilty pleasure movies of mine but I know that they are not good movies and everything. Um, so we've kind of had to like rank Saw movies on a different scale. So, you know, you know, like as movies, they're not good. Um, but as Saw movies, they are awesome. They do the job and, you know, um, they are pretty fun to watch, even though the story is lacking and everything's just lacking except for the traps. And, you know, and the story is just over the top that like, you know, it's fun. So, you know, there are guilty pleasure movies, uh, two through nine at least, and they're not good, but they're fun. And like I said, different scale, there's, you know, rating as a movie and then rating as a Saw movie. And, you know, there's some like Jigsaw where it's not really a good Saw movie, but then there's some really fun ones like Saw 6 and Saw 2 where they're really fun Saw movies. Um, So... Yeah, now with that, it's led to Saw X. So, the takeaway from this movie, as a movie, or no, I'm sorry, as a Saw movie, it is a really, really good Saw movie. Very, very good Saw movie. But, as a movie, it's actually really, really good as well. Oh, okay, there you go. That's so that's, you, that's you the plot twist. <laughs> you know, I twist. and we had talked about this too. I had never, and I know, I you know, I'm a person who loves film, but I've never really gotten into the Saw franchise because mm-hmm. uh, I remember it came out. It started like in almost wow, almost twenty years ago, two thousand four. That's when the first one came out. Yeah. So 
it, but then it became like this big kind of following, this big kind of cult following afterwards. So actually, now that I've kind of heard some decent things about it, yeah. I actually kind of am a little bit curious. And also, I was a little bit curious too about Spiral too, because I was like, Chris Rock in a Saw movie. That yeah. just, you know, but... Anyways, um, but yeah, definitely continue with your review. I'm definitely curious to hear your yeah, thoughts because you said it's both a good Saw movie and a good movie. So. Yeah, just fixing my microphone for a second star, <laughs> everyone listening and watching. But yeah, um, I'm not going to give spoilers because I genuinely think, you know, if you can handle blood and gore, you should go see this movie. Like it is a, and I'm not like recommending it like, oh yeah, this movie is so stupid and fun that I recommend you see it because it's stupid and fun and not good. No, like, this is genuinely by miles. I think it's better than even the first Saw. The first Saw. Yeah. Like, this movie, the biggest thing is that it feels a lot different compared to every other Saw movie. Like, if we're being honest, except for the first one, eh, maybe even the first one, but um, I'll give an exception to that. They don't really focus on the characters, and there's not really too much character development, right? Then, oh, well... Depending on the movie, like Saw Six had some character, a lot of character development with the victim, but you know, um, it's definitely more focused on the traps. If we're being quite honest, um, and this one, the traps really are not the main thing. Okay. To be honest, a Spiral was kind of the same too, but because like even the traps in that movie, they were re they really weren't that focused on the traps. So I'll give him credit there. Spiral did do something different too. That's the that's another that's a little bit different. But this one felt even more different than Spiral felt because usually John Kramer's the main antagonist of the Saul movies, but this time he was the main protagonist. And we've seen so much character development with him and Amanda Young. Um some that we just we, like we saw John Kramer in a way that we haven't seen him before like he in this movie you know we see him at his most vulnerable which is I'm pretty sure that has to be a first in the Saw franchise I've never seen John Kramer like be the vulnerable one but in this one he was very 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 vulnerable like you know we see him not to be, it'll, it'll get a little bit spoily but it was in the trailer um you know, like, uh, we see him, like, struggling with the fact that, you know, he has brain cancer and he's going to die within a year. Oh, wow. You know? And we kind of see what goes into his methods of um, why he does the things that he does with the traps and why he feels that these people deserve to find, you know, deserve to find, uh, it's not retribution, it's a reawakening. It's a quote he said. Um, that's the best way to put it. Uh, why he thinks that they need to reawaken it and value their life more and all this stuff. Like we get to see why, because, um, so this is a little bit of a spoiler. Um, if you hadn't watched a trailer and the movie, so, um, if you don't want to hear about it and want to go into it, you know, not knowing anything, uh, pause here and I'll let you guys know, you know, when that's over. Uh, but in the beginning, you know, basically if you saw the trailer and of course, if you've seen the movie, uh, John's like really desperate to find a way for a cure for his cancer. And by the way, Jill is not in this movie. Jill Kramer signed this movie at all. Like we don't see her. It's just John. So um, she has no presence in this movie or anything. 
Um, so he goes and finds this thing, uh, this place where it's not approved by the FDA or anyone, but you know, um, it's something that he is just willing to do because he just wants to get a cure for his cancer. Like he, he's like, he's just desperate, you know? Um, but then he goes, so, uh, he hits her up, uh, the doctor that's, um, doing this, uh, kind of shady practice and everything, uh, these medicines that will help cure his cancer. Um, so he emails her, uh, she contacts back. She says we're in Mexico cause we've been away from the authorities cause big pharma is trying to, uh, you know, take us down and everything. Um, he goes to Mexico, they do treatment on him and then, you know, he's, uh, healed and everything. Um, and she's like, Oh, you can live your life now. Everything. Then he finds out it's a scam. Damn. So, which leads to, you know, if you've seen the trailer, all those people were part of the scam and he's getting revenge on all of them. And, you know, I, it's just so well done. This movie was really well done. I want to give props to everyone who worked on this movie. This is definitely Tobin Bell's strongest performance in the Saw movie. Like, he's always been, like, you know, one of the best and, like, the best thing in the Saw movies. But in this one especially, like, he is just awesome from from top to bottom. Just great performance because it's really a John Kramer we have never, ever seen before. We've never seen him like this. And... That's what makes me love this movie a lot. I think I rank it above Salt 2, which is my personal favorite. Like, there are moments that actually make you, like, tear up a little because you're just oh, like, wow. you, you know, because let's be honest, John, John Kramer is a piece of shit. <laughs> That's the first and only swear I'll probably say here <laughs> because I swore a lot last week. But, like, he's an awful human being, you know? Like, he, even, even if, you know, his morals are like these people are bad and he only punishes bad people most of the time. Like it's still pretty messed up. Like he's essentially killing them, you know, mm -hmm. but they found a way for you to make him feel like you feel bad for him yeah. because like, wow, it was just, like I said, just a lot of character development. We saw a lot more of uh, John and Amanda's relationship, which, Oh my God, I wish we got these in the early movies because I never realized how much of a missed opportunity it was to not have them as like the main protagonist because the thing is in this film, we see their relationship and Amanda cares so much about John, you know, like we're allowed to think like in Saw two and three that she's just doing it because she's, you know, crazy and is bloodthirsty and everything, but she knows John isn't going to live too much longer and she genuinely cares and she's heartbroken by the fact that he says that there's nothing else that they could do. And, you know, she's just so hurt by it because this is her mentor and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's a lot of moments. We see John Kramer crying and all this stuff. Like, it's crazy. And I will say, like, you know, the traps, of course, like, as always, they're going to be really gory and bloody. I will say, though, most of the traps in this movie aren't, like, they're very gory. But compared to Saw, the other Saw movies, they definitely, definitely was a lot. I'd say it was a little bit more toned down from past movies for sure more on the gore. Because there's only like, I think there's only one trap really where they really show the gore. 
And the other two, or the other three, I'm sorry, four or five, there's not, like, you know, too much, like, gore and blood and everything. Um, actually, the first one was um, pretty gory. Um, but they don't really, like, you know, it's really, really not the same as other Saw movies. Like, you know, I'm still processing, because I did see it today, so I'm still processing what I really want to say about it. Um but overall, I think it's just really well done. Like, it's so, it's for a, not just a Saw movie, but just a movie in general. It's one of my favorite horrors this year. And that's why, for the first time ever, I'm giving a Saw movie a four-star rating. Because it really hit. Like, and as a Saw fan especially, it just hit, like, for me every moment. Like, I never th- thought of, I want to see a movie like this until now. Um, a Saw movie at least where they just really really focus on everything with John and Amanda and you know man, like I said managed to find a way uh, to make John who's still a bad person like you know like show him like they really showed in this movie without spoiling that even if it seems like he has no morals at all there are some things where he has absolutely has some morals Mm -hmm. and he like i said he's really vulnerable when it comes to you know comes to those morals um especially near the end um because then the main villain who's a doctor she actually is a worse human being than john kramer believe it or not um like i said you have to see the movie to see why i don't want to spoil too much um i'm just kind of keeping it based on the trailer and i will say about the trailer too uh, if you saw the trailer but haven't seen the movie yet and you are going to see the movie, that trailer does a really, really good job of not spoiling too much because it didn't really spoil that much, honestly. I won't, I won't lie to you. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I kind of, you know, watching the trailer, I'll be like, oh, well, I know what everything's about. And, like, things play out the same from the trailer in a way, but not in the ways you expect. So, I'll, you know, I'm going to put that out there. Um there is a lot of misleading things in that trailer and I give him props for that because it's kind of like an Avengers uh, infinity war thing where they had the Hulk in the final battle, but <laughs> then it's actually turns out he's not even in the final battle. It's him in the Hulk armor and the Hulk is done for the rest of the movie. Like, um, I love when trailers do that. I wish more uh, companies did that with their trailers. So, um, sorry, there's too much noise in the background with, uh, uh, that's our WFCS studio. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's great. It was a good movie. Good experience. Good time. Good experience. Good time. Way better than the Expendables. Oh film. yeah, no. <laughs> like, but it's gonna be rare if you see me doing a rant like that. A movie has to be really, really bad for me to do a rant Same, like that. Yeah. And this <laughs> is not one of those movies. That's good. When it's a good movie, I definitely for sure won't spoil it, or at least spoil too much. I'll just give more of the basics of the story nice. because, like. I encourage people, like, if a movie is really good and worth watching, I encourage people to see it. And this is one of those movies where I encourage, if you're a fan of horror, if you're a fan of Saw, this is the movie that you have to go see. Nice. Yeah. And it's, yeah, so it came out Friday, right? Friday in theaters. Friday, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, going to give it a thumbs up? Thumbs up. Thumbs two up. thumbs up, actually. Two thumbs up. Two yeah, thumbs up no, for I, Saw. Saw I enjoyed X. it. Nice. Yeah. All right, so yeah, that's all X, and you know, this it's actually the first piece of entertainment news. 
It's also the first Saw movie ever to have a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It, that is. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, because yeah. all of them are rotten. And I think this is the yeah. actually only one that's certified fresh on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Wow. But hey, I mean, good for them. At least, you know, yeah. they're going in the right direction. I mean, regardless, they still had that big following. Yeah. But I mean, hey, at least they're getting now kind of a following more from the critics, no. which when you get it from the critics and audience, then, you know, that's definitely a win. Yeah. You know, uh, because of its critics over audience or audience over critics, you know, but when you get both, that, that that's a win. So yeah, yeah actually... Some of the stuff that you pointed out, too, I definitely want to go. Uh, I am a little bit curious to see it, but I have to start from the beginning because yeah. I haven't seen a Saw movie. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, that's that's definitely good. Um, yeah. Let's you know, see. I forgot what I I, mean, I was so busy, like setting up and everything. I didn't even put my headphones like. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's okay. um, let's, uh, let's let's get those on yeah. because <laughs> I'm just like. Wow, something was missing and everything. So uh, I'm not cutting this out from the cast. Sorry if uh, you heard my elbow <laughs> hit the mic. But um, yeah, now I got my headphones on. Now we're all set because, yeah, I was uh, I really uh, was lacking there and everything. Um, good stuff, though. Yeah, I definitely recommend it for those who haven't seen the movie yet. Definitely, definitely, definitely watch this movie. For sure. It's totally worth it. Um, it er, it definitely earned that certified fresh rating. Great job. Nice. You heard it here. Check out Saw X mm. from the Real Rap Podcast. Yep. Host JP approves. <laughs> um, yeah. So also what came on theaters, which I haven't seen yet, and hopefully I could see it uh, before next show. Yeah. Is and this is also on our agenda too. Is the creator. Yes. Uh, definitely. It looks very interesting. It has a scientific vibe to it. Mm. Definitely futuristic. John David Washington. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, but on our agenda today, we were going to talk about how it's performed in the box office, though. It, yeah. It didn't seem to kick too too hot, too hot unfortunately. Uh, it. I. I was reading somewhere. It like. Last time I checked, it made fourteen million this weekend. I believe so, yes. and it costs eighty million. So yeah. yeah, that's that's a little bit of a rough patch to climb to climb up. Uh, I mean, it's still early though. I mean, the movie's been out for five days. Yeah. So I mean, they still got time, but the reviews have been pretty decent from what I've seen. Uh, for the most part, it's mixed to positive, but leaning more towards positive from critics. Sure. But definitely, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I feel like we've been, for the past while now, I feel like movies aren't really performing, you know, as big as they should be in the box office. I mean, besides Barbie and Oppenheimer, because those were like must-see movies of the summer and they were like really hyped. But yeah. I've kind of noticed that trend lately with films this summer too. I mean, with Impossible Mission Impossible, yeah, I mean, it. I expected it to, you know, to be, you know, in the billion dollars. I mean, to go up at least with Top Gun too, especially because yeah. we think of Tom Cruise in action. That's like a summer blockbuster. So, with Top Gun, I was surprised with its box office performance. Uh, Blue Beetle, I mean, too. It is a really good movie, Blue Beetle. Yeah. And, but I know DC, they've been having issues with their performance yeah. in the box office, especially this year. Um, and yeah, but yeah, I've kind of noticed that kind of dip mm. in box office things. So guys, you got to go out, support movies, you know, it's, I wonder what it is. yeah, I wonder what it is. I don't know. I think, you know, I think a little bit has to do with like streaming in a way yeah. because right now, like a movie 
when it comes out in theaters, it's streaming within two to three months. Mm. So that's not that long. Yeah. And especially too, I mean, Blue Beetle is going to be streaming next Friday. Yeah. And Blue Beetle, it came out like what a little over a month ago. So it's crazy because it feels like it just came out. But I think people are like, yeah, I, I want to see it, but maybe I'm not so much in a rush to see it. Maybe I'll wait like two months and I can watch it at home. I, that's what I kind of feel yeah. is a thing in a way too. I mean, same thing with Mission Impossible. I don't, I don't know if Mission Impossible is on Paramount Plus, but... Uh, but I don't that, think it's on there yet. Yeah, I don't but think it's TMNT's on there either. TMNT's on there. Huh? TMNT's on there. TMNT is on there. Yeah, people, months. yeah, TMNT's on there. Yeah. I noticed that. So, yeah, I feel like that's kind of what's been going on lately with the box office is just that people just would rather rate. And it's kind of sad, too, because in a way, the movies was always this big place, the place that I still enjoy to go and just escape the world for an hour and a half or two, you know? Yeah. And it's... It's just, it's sad that it's kind of taken a step. I mean, it took a big hit when the pandemic, you know, but it's, it's it's just sad and no one really goes to the movies unless if it's a big Marvel movie or something big, you know, like yeah. Barbie, you know? And I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I saw the Barbie movie in support. I enjoyed it. And I enjoy, occasionally enjoy seeing a Marvel movie, but there's other films too that are definitely, I think, worth people's attention. And sometimes people just kind of like, miss you know what i'm saying yeah i um, um also think so part of it definitely has to be the strike that, that could yes know, that, like, that was they i don't see, have really no. much promotion and everything too this is a movie that definitely could have used a lot more promotion um but also like i don't know i guess like maybe it's just not a movie people people were interested in seeing like yeah, that's a point yeah i mean you know, with sci-fi too, because I know yeah. Blade Runner, Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner, it like bombed in box office, but then it became yeah. this big like, and when it was released on video, it became this big following. More people saw it, mm. and I think the same thing too with the Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, that too. So I think it kind of has that effect. And I think people in science fiction are just not into it anymore, especially with like dealing with like AI or artificial intelligence. I feel yeah. like unless if it's like something with Marvel slapped in front of it, uh-huh. you'll, you'll get the crowd. But if it's something outside of Marvel, then, and even then you know, it depends because even Ant-Man underperformed the box office too. That's true so, too. Yeah. So I wonder what it is. Also, there are other factors too, because let me tell you, it's not really that cheap to go to the movie theater these days because concessions that is true, really yeah. pricey. The I mean, theaters, this, yeah. bag of, this bag of popcorn, guys, this is a, if you're watching the video stream, this bag of popcorn, regular, was $9, like $9.58 from what I, uh, <laughs> that's how much I paid today for this bag of popcorn. Just dude. one popcorn. Just no one popcorn. soda included? No. Damn. Because water and soda is like six dollars. Yeah, it it's nuts. no, it's ridiculous. I th- I think that's right. That is one factor. Food is really overpriced at the movie theaters. Yeah. And I mean, hey, I'm all about supporting the movies, but they got to do something with those prices. I mean, I ticket prices too are disgusting. Also, for yeah, being quite honest. Yeah, ticket prices too. I mean, unless if you're going on a Tuesday, you know, typically they have a lot of deals on Tuesday. They have like the five dollar Tuesday. I'm sure they have a deal at AMC. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, ticket prices, yeah, they definitely have spiked up and food. Yeah. And you definitely want something to go to watch a movie. You want like something like popcorn, hot, fresh, salty, buttery popcorn or an oh. ice cold Coke or Pepsi yeah. to go with your movie. And I was looking at it. Yeah. So I know I typically go to Apple theater 
because that's kind of closer in my house. Uh, but yeah, I was one time I was just looking at their concessions, their menu, and like they have like a combo for like a regular size popcorn and soda, fourteen dollars. Oh so that God. means that it's seven dollars for popcorn and seven dollars for soda. That's seven dollars for soda. We can get like a freaking two liter. For like what, like two something at the yeah. gas station? Like, it's, <laughs> it's no, ridiculous. It's yeah, and then but five dollars for a bottle of water when you can get for a dollar, yeah, dollar like a dollar ten max, dollar fifteen at the gas station. So, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see. Yeah, the the food is definitely that's yeah, but that nine dollars for a bag of popcorn, wow, that's that's a lot. That's like you know like fair prices. You know, what yeah. I'm saying like going to a fair, like something the Big E would like do. Um, and I. I have AMC list, so I don't have to worry about this, mm -hmm. but ticket prices are bad too. Like they're like $15 for some. And you know, I feel like you're going to like a very luxury one, like IMAX or Dolby. Yeah. It's 20 even more. bucks. Yeah. Like it's nuts, dude. It it's, is nuts. It's pretty expensive. I remember one time I was, I went to the theater. I went to AMC actually. And yeah, AMC, don't get me wrong. It's a nice theater, nice, beautiful theater. I'm not going to rant on AMC. You know, I support that theater. I go to that theater when I can. But yeah, they're pretty expensive though. I went there with a friend of mine. This was almost two years ago. This was 2021, November of 2021. Uh, this was when the movie Last Night in Soho uh, was out. And I had bought in, I had paid for my ticket and I paid for my friend's ticket. And it was like almost $30 for like two people. And no <laughs> snacks or nothing. That's like, oh, I was like, damn. So and at the time too, they had like where you could like rent the movie for like twenty dollars as well. So I was like, I could have just rented the movie yeah. at home for twenty. I would have saved like ten bucks. But I mean, it's you know, I mean, it is what it is. But it's even kind of even more expensive too because I remember last year too, I was planning to see Lightyear at AMC, and again, no snacks or nothing, and then for like two tickets. And I think it was like in a specialty theater, like one of those IMAX things. It was like forty nine dollars, almost. God. I didn't pay for it though. I, I didn't. I didn't do that. But that's I was like, so nuts. that's like with that you could buy the movie on four K, yeah. like less than that. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's definitely. I yeah, you're right. That's definitely a factor because you know, there's a lot. Like there's a lot of movies bombing that. I, it's like it can't be that so these many people are disinterested in watching a movie. You know, like yeah. I get streaming's very convenient and everything, but mm -hmm. you know, like there's some great movies you could watch at the movie theater and everything. But like, why would some people want to see it if it costs more? And and that's like counting like gas to get to the movie theater. Like, yeah, it is pricey, dude. It is pretty. It is pricey. so yeah. pricey. And, you know, like, to some, it's like, is it even worth it to go? You know, like, it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think movie theaters have to fix some certain things with, um, you know. They do, with pricing. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's it's a bummer because, yeah, I mean, it's a bummer for both ends because then they kind of miss out because then a movie that, like, deserves some recognition, you know, doesn't get the credit that it deserves. And then... You know, also people too who want to see the movie, but then also, you know, saying like, oh, you know, because times are tough. You know, I, I mean, ever since yeah. COVID, times have been, you know, they've oh. been a little on the hard side. Yeah. Uh, so, and then people can't go out and like and do something fun. You know, go mm -hmm. to a movie with their family or their friends. You know, yeah. or their significant other, or whatever. And that's really, you know, one of the movies is one of those big 
things that a lot of people like to enjoy doing, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a bummer, but yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully if any movie, uh, company studios come across this, uh, Hey, you know, yeah. here's a, here's a little thing. Uh, yeah. hopefully put those ticket prices down and those yeah. snacks too, please. I don't want to spend oh, wow. $6 for a box of M&Ms, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's something else, but you know, I, I do plan on seeing the creator, uh, and hopefully, uh, next, next week on our next episode, we could, uh, we could definitely uh, shoot you a review for that, but sure. definitely does look interesting. And yeah. the premise and John David Washington, he's been pretty good and a lot of the stuff that he's done, I've enjoyed. So yeah, so definitely stay tuned for next week's episode and we, uh, we should have that for you on uh, review on the creator. Yeah. So with that, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to go to our sponsor for a sec. Um, so We'll be right back, and we're going to talk a little bit more entertainment news after this here on The Real Rap Podcast. Do you guys like D&D? Well, check out my friends at WFCS Radio who have their own podcast called Every Which Way, which is a TTRPG podcast where they play Monster of the Week. Jared, Sam, and Noah are three people living in Wisconsin who find out monsters are real. Listen in as they hunt down the monsters before they become the hunted. This podcast is available on every platform you can listen to podcasts spotify apple podcasts you name it so be sure to check it out it comes out every week and we would like to thank them for being our sponsor for today's podcast thank you again to every which way for being our sponsors for the video today but we're going right back to entertainment news and the next thing we're talking about is netflix is raising their prices again that's the rumor, the big rumor from what we hear. Um, after the actor strike is over, they're expected to raise their prices more because it's not expensive enough for you guys. So we're going to keep raising those prices up. It's really, really bad. It is. It's um, like almost $20 now. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just insane. It, it, it keeps on going up and up. And, you know, the point of to have... Yeah, it's so bad. And <laughs> it's just like, bro, like... Netflix is like what they're worth like millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, do they honestly need to go up on their prices? Like no. paying what it's like fifteen ninety nine now for like standard. Listen, they need that money for Red Notice too, and all these other shows like oh, they're gonna God. do and cancel with after the first season. Jesus. After they get a dedicated fan base and everything, that's usually what happens. So man. bad. Like literally, the only good shows on Netflix are like. Cobra Kai, Stranger, Stranger Things, things <laughs> and Orange is a New Black, but that ended like four years ago. Sex Education. Sex Education I haven't seen, but I have heard some yeah. good things. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's and Netflix was like the number one streaming service for like a good chunk of time. It like dominated everybody, yeah. you know? And then now everyone wants to do streaming services. So then competition. So of course that's going to increase their price. Then the writer strike, you know, that definitely, you know, cause they lost money there. So now yeah. that's, they want more, they want to get that money back double. So to get that money back as soon as possible, there goes the prices. And it's just, it's just really a monopoly with yeah. them. It's, it, it's bad. And yeah. And they, they have like, Ad options, you know what I'm saying? But the point of streaming was to have no ads. Yeah. And like they all now have ads. Like it's become a cable again. Yeah. It's it's basically streaming has basically become cable again. Yeah. You know, it's it's ridiculous. You just can't win. And the problem with it is that 
there's there's just all this content too that don't get me wrong netflix even though it was the top dog it, it had you know kind of decreased a little bit but they do still uh put out some pretty good content at least when it comes to their films yes. you know what i'm saying because they, they really do have some good films that they do uh, uh put out from time to time yeah and but it, it, it's tough you know and i i honestly feel like this move that is going to make them lose a lot of subscribers i think in 2022 so a little over a year ago they lost like they lost a lot of subscribers yeah they lost like a lot i think it was like a million like or even more like they lost a lot yeah and it's tough and i I love Netflix, but I like, it's like, the only reason, I'm just waiting for Cobra Kai. I'm waiting for the new season of Cobra Kai uh, to come out on Netflix. Um, and yeah, I mean, basically they, they, they would have like shows too. I mean, Netflix would have everything. Like yeah. they had like, cause they had a deal with Disney. So they would have like Disney movies and stuff like that. And then when Disney did Disney plus and yeah, man, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, do you have a Netflix account? Do you? I do, do yes. You, are you still going to? i for it though, but yeah, oh, okay. I just use my mother's. But mom's. Yes, I'm not yeah. paying for that. I only, I won't lie, the only streaming services I pay for are Peacock, Paramount Plus. That's really it. Because That's honestly, it. most of the stuff I'm interested in, and Max too, um, most of the stuff I'm interested in are, are those three are platforms. The because, ones? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, because like I don't really, I don't know, I don't really care. I don't use Netflix. I have Perfect. it, but like I don't use it. You don't it. use it frequently, yeah. I I watch there. I mean, there's a couple of movies I got to watch, but like Extraction 2, I do want to watch that, but I never put in the time. I still got to watch uh, They Clone Tyrone because I heard that was really good. Oh, yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, here and there, they have, like, good, they have, like, hits, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's just, like, yeah, it's, like, once in a blue moon, oh, they'll put out, like, a movie that looks really good or has, like, really good uh, critical acclaim. Yeah. So, but it's not, like, frequently, you know, because no. there's so much other stuff. Yeah, with me, I mean, we do have Netflix, but I don't pay for it. Yeah. Uh, it's under my uh, my father's account. Yeah. Uh, but he really wants to cancel it, and I'm just like, I don't blame him. Uh, yeah, he he really wants to cancel it. Uh, do they want? They don't yeah. want you to do that. Too. Yeah. Like they, not cancel. Oh well, yeah, they don't want you to cancel. But you know, like they don't want you sh account sharing either, which is yeah something that I just find really ridiculous as well. Because you know, it's like I don't know. It's just I get it, but like I don't. Yeah. It's just it's, you know, you're just. Yeah. I mean, people can't afford it and they usually split with a friend and everything and all this stuff it's just kind of ridiculous and it's disgusting business practices and you know i hate yeah. that disney plus and amazon are going the same way too they, yeah they are with the thing with the password sharing and i remember years ago this was like pre-covid and all that stuff years ago uh -huh. netflix someone brought it up that netflix put on their twitter account their official verified twitter account yeah they put this on and they stated, and I quote, love is sharing a password. Yeah. So they even acknowledged it. And then, like, uh, I think, like, who was it? It was, like, Blockbuster or something? Because we all know yeah. that, sadly, Blockbuster was closed. But they still have, like, a Twitter account. Yeah, RIP. <laughs> but all of our childhood Blockbuster, our Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they knew it and they were cool with it. But, like, yeah, no, we got to get this money, man. You know, yeah. we can't have people sharing passwords. That's that's $20 lost there. And, yeah, yeah it's... it's, it's it, yeah. I was born in 2001, but, like... You know, block, I still went to Blockbuster when I was a kid and everything. Like, yeah. it, they didn't close mine down until, like, when I was 11. So it'd be, I think, 2012. 2012, So, wow. yeah, that was, like, the last year we had a Red, I mean, a red Box, a Blockbuster. But there was also Red, block, red, red Box, too. too. yeah. And, um, you know, then we moved on to that. And then it was streaming. Streaming. Same. That's how it came out about for us, too. I mean, growing up, too. Because I grew up in the 
in the mid nineties. So I was born in the mid nineties. Sorry. I grew up in the early two thousands, but I was born in the mid nineties. So yeah, for that, I mean, it was blockbuster or another one, Hollywood video. Yeah. That was another good one too. There was a Hollywood video down the street for me and yeah, we would rent there. But then what happened with them was streaming and Redbox kind of took over and then they had to increase their prices. Yeah. So then they lost a lot of people because then people would go to Redbox because Redbox, you could rent the movie for like a dollar a day. Yeah. But then Redbox slowly started increasing their prices as well. And then basically like there's hardly any Redboxes left yeah. because they lost the streaming now. So yeah. streaming, yeah, they, they, they took them out. And it's sad because what I like about video stores, it's different because... Video stores, you can go in and you have more options. I mean, don't get me wrong. Streaming, you have options. Yeah. But it's, it's different because when you walk into a video store, you go around, you look around, you look at the back of the video. Something you know. to do. Yeah, something to do. And it's, it's, it's an experience too. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing kind of flicking around through to see what they have scrolling, but uh-huh. it's different. And then you could also ask like employee like, oh, and they also too, they had employee picks yeah. too. So when you would go to like to the rack, you would see like a certain rack that says, Oh, like employee picks like these. Yeah. yeah claim movies. So it's different. It was a more of a thing. And then you could also sometimes connect too with like a customer. Like mm-hmm. sometimes if someone sees you, they'll be like, Oh, that's a great movie or, Oh man, no, don't get yeah. that one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So li- little things like that on Netflix. Yeah. And even on Peacock too, like sorry for interrupting by the no, way. No, you're but, good. You're good. You know, even on Peacock, it's like, I noticed this on Peacock a lot. They uh they put the Rotten Tomato score, but if it's a like if the, one of their movies got a really bad Rotten Tomato score, they don't put the, they don't put the score. Put yeah, the I noticed score. that. I noticed that on, on yeah. Peacock too. They would put the audience score, but they yeah. wouldn't put the the score. And yeah. then if the audience score is really bad, they do the same thing. They yeah, they don't, don't put have it at all. Yeah, they just but turn for it off. other movies that aren't Universal, uh, they will do it. Like they will just leave it on. Oh, I just find that so fun because all the Saw movies are on Peacock at the moment. Oh really? That was on a bitch before we uh, oh <laughs> before nice Saw X nice. Um, I noticed that a lot, like that all of them had the same, you know, like rotten tomato score, rotten tomato score. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of Netflix and, you know, DVDs and all that, this was their last week that they uh, shipped DVDs. It's the end of an era. Man. Yeah. It's kind of sad. I read about that too. Yeah. Because also originally Netflix was, you would create an account on the website and you would order the movie and then it would get mailed to you. Yeah. So yeah, it's different. And then kind of the streaming picked up like in the early 2010s by like mm. 2010, 2011, that's when everybody kind of ditched the mail in DVD. Yeah. And then that's when they did the streaming. So yeah, that, that is an end of error. Cause yeah, basically no one really uses, you know, DVDs anymore, but I, I have a soft spot. I mean, not for DVDs, but more for like Blu-rays. Yeah. And I think we have talked about this too. Yeah. Like I have like a really cool Blu-ray 4k collection. I think physical media too. There's something about physical media too. That's also like, it, it's, it's hard to explain, but there's something about physical media that like me, I'm that kind of guy who like, prefers don't get me wrong like i love streaming i have these streaming platforms but i also like physical media as well because there's something because with streaming they take off the movie after certain yeah. after a certain period That's of time about that i you know it's really sad in australia that physical media died because like things like that where i just want i want to this is why i still buy video games on disc too not mm-hmm. all there's some i just buy out of the store Cause I'm too lazy to, you know, get out and get it. But there are some video games that I still go out and buy. Like I'm going to do that with Spider-Man too, I think. Spider-Man, um, yeah. Because I want, I want to own them. Yeah. It could be taken away from like, 
I don't trust digital because they could easily take that take away. Take it from away. You. And then you don't yeah. know how long it's going to come back or if it yeah. el- if it will ever come back. What if that streaming service goes away? You know? Yeah. Like, or what if there's like a video? Yeah. If there's an internet shutdown, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. you're stuck home, you know, what can, you know. PlayStation and, video was one of those. Sorry for it. I have to get you that. Um, PlayStation video was one of those where they, uh, you know, like they, uh, it was a thing. I bought Logan on there. I bought a couple episodes of True, True Detective. Great show, by the way. Definitely check it on HBO. Nice. Um, and then the service shut down, and then I don't own them. Yeah, anymore. it's it's crazy, man. And yeah, just something about having that physical thing. And then there's also too. There's like bonus episode. I mean, yes. the bonus uh, special features, deleted scenes. There's yeah. more options that you can't really get from streaming. And definitely, yeah, I, I love. You know, typically. Now, kind of just with the price, too, I noticed that they kind of have ticked up a little bit with certain Blu-rays and 4Ks, too, since they're relatively, the quality yeah. is higher. That, But, yeah, certain movies, though, are I think, in my opinion, like, are, like, worth owning physically. You know I mean? Yeah. Definitely movies that I'm definitely going to pick up is Barbie and Oppenheimer. I'm going to pick up copies of those when they come on Blu-ray or 4K, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it just comes down to certain movies that are, like, worth owning because you never know if it'll ever be streaming or if they'll be gone and it could be gone for like ever, you know, and it's tough. And we know that once you have it on that physical copy, you know, as long as it's in good hands, I mean, typically with guys like us, we know we're going to put that in good hands. So that, that, that will last forever, you know, and it's also too, I mean, years from now too, I mean, that could be something futuristic, you know, you show kids or grandkids we're like, what is that? Like, this is how we originally watched movies back in the day, you know, instead of just clicking a button, we actually had to open a case, take out a disc, pop it into a player, close a player, then push a button to start yeah. the movie. You know, there was a process before just clicking play on a remote, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's yeah. Something about that. So it's just, uh, it's crazy, man. And you, you're kind of bringing it even further back. You're doing yeah. VHS tapes. I do VHS too. tapes. VHS it's tapes. Fun. Yeah. I like going to thrift stores and seeing VHS tapes, you know? Yeah, that's another. It's pretty fun. Pretty, pretty fun. I enjoy it a lot. Um, it's just a nice hobby, you know? And then I, I do want to get into Blu- like more 4K Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. But they're, like I said uh, a couple episodes ago, they're pretty pricey. So, yeah, yeah, at the moment, they're know. pretty pricey. Like right before our show, I got our work early so I had an hour to kill so right before I show I stopped at Best Buy just to kind of browse around and yeah the 4Ks are pretty pricey I mean some of them even like the older ones too I mean they had like I think like Scream 2 on 4K but it was like $21 yeah it's so pricey pricey. if it was like 10 or something then okay that's yeah go for it but like 21 like it's a great movie but the movie came out 25 years ago so like yeah 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 so it's yeah, it's with the 4K. Yeah, I mean, they're still... Because 4K movies have been around for like five. They came out like in the end of 2017. So like yeah. almost six years now, uh-huh. 4Ks have been around. So yeah, I mean, typically if it's a relatively newer film too, of course, it's going to be more pricey. You know, I mean, I can only imagine when Barbie and Oppenheimer come out in 4K, they're probably going to be like 30 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, each, you know. Yeah. So yeah, something to... uh Something to look out for, but yeah, I have a little bit of, I mostly have a 4K collection. I mean, Blu-ray, sorry. I have a few 4K movies. Um, But yeah, I mean, it really depends too on the certain movie too. Like there's certain movies that like look really good on 4K, but then there's certain movies that look like really bad on 4K. Terminator 2, I remember. Yeah, I think I I told you. Yeah, Terminator 2. And then like Halloween. But the problem with that one is because the majority of the movie takes place at night. 
Yeah. So it makes it darker to see. So it's better to watch on Blu-ray because Blu-ray is a little bit more brighter. Yeah. And then 4K wants to give you more of that theater, that theater quality. So yeah. it tends to be a little bit more darker. So certain movies are good. Certain movies are not so, depending on the setting, the scenery, and how things are set up in the movie. But yeah. yeah. Speaking of streaming, uh, to go to the next thing, uh, the iCarly revival has been canceled by Paramount Plus after three seasons. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even know. I remember <laughs> hearing about it and I was like, oh, wow, iCarly. I mean, growing up by then, when I, the first iCarly came out, I was kind of a little over Nickelodeon. It came out in 2007. So I was like yeah. about 11. So I was watching wrestling basically at that time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then I heard a revival of it. Uh, yeah. So wow, that's kind of crazy because I know they did yeah. a couple of. Nickelodeon revivals on Paramount. It's weird because yeah. I thought it was doing better because I, that's one of the Paramount plus shows I kept hearing about. I don't really hear about mayor of Kingstown or any of the Yellowstone spinoffs that much, yeah. but so I just assumed like Carly was doing really well. Um, I'm surprised that they canceled it. You know, like it seemed like I, I don't know. I just heard a lot of good stuff about it. And I also heard a lot, a lot of people watching it. I'm sur- I don't know. It's just really surprising to me. I I don't know what happened here. Maybe it's because of low viewership, and I was just wrong, or maybe it's because of budget. Who knows? But yeah, it sucks because apparently the last se- I didn't watch it, but the last season ends on a cliffhanger, so they kind of oh, left it. You know, damn, that's the worst. Yeah, they kind of ended it off. You know, just up in the air. Anything, you know, like. Yeah. Damn, yeah, that's the worst when shows end in yeah. the fan. They get canceled, and that, that and that's happened too a couple of times with yep. shows. They just like end, and they're just like, okay, yeah. what, 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 what's next? Um, but wow, yeah, I call it wow. That's uh, that's surprising. I wonder if it maybe had an effect with a strike or maybe. something too. You know, maybe they figured yeah. that you know, oh, we don't know how long this is gonna end. We might as well, you know. Cut it off clean or something. Maybe that could be a possibility. But uh, that's the next piece of juice. Actually, yeah. now that you mentioned oh, it, like they're meeting today. Um, as of recording, today's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. When we're recording, this will be out tomorrow, Thursday. Um, but they're supposed to be talking today. It seems like there's some good progress. So maybe uh, actors will be back to work soon. It's good um, news. But who knows? I feel like maybe this one will be still a little bit longer. I still haven't heard, as of right now, I still haven't heard anything, but hopefully and soon, you know, yeah. I know a lot of um, actors and actresses are um, kind of struggling without work and everything, but you know, that's the sacrifice for um, them wanting to get a way, way better deal to make sure they have more protections and everything. Um, I'm f- in full support of it. They're doing a really good job getting a message out there and you know, hopefully they, they're able to get, you know, back to work soon. Cause like I said, I know a lot of them are definitely struggling right now. Um, yeah. It's not easy for the smaller artists, you know? Oh yeah. Um, like people think when it comes to acting, like everyone makes Robert Downey Jr. type money. Everyone's a millionaire, but it's not the case. Some people make peanuts and you know, like that's just enough to get them by. And they're the ones that are struggling just because, you know, the rock or, uh, Robert Downey Jr. or all the other all these other actors, actresses, Margot Robbie, etc. You name it. Like just because they're making a lot of money doesn't mean like you know, um, the low end of actors and actresses who are trying to get a start here. You know, it's not like they're making that same level of money. They're making oh, yeah. nothing. They're making like dirt, bro. Like yeah. I remember when the strike kind of first started, a couple of the ladies from Orange Is the New Black 
which was Netflix's like hottest show when it came yeah, out with House of Cards. <laughs> yeah, with House of Cards, and yeah, I mean, it was really the first big Netflix original too. The first yeah. big, you know, streaming web series was Orange Is the New Black, and I remember a few of them, few of the the sides like kind of like co-stars of the show, not like the main stars, but a few of the side characters, they talked about their pay, their, their check that they get in royalties. And it was like, (laughs) it was like nothing. It was like, it was like less than $20. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. Less than $20 for a show that was like the most popular show in that won numerous Emmys and awards. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're making like these side characters are making less than $20. So yeah, yeah, something was definitely off when I heard about that. Like, I didn't expect it to be like that low, you know, and yeah. it's and it, it, it's, it's bad. It, it really is bad. So I definitely see why they went on strike and it lasted as long as it did. Yeah, some um, people just don't. There's a lot. Another profession profession that's like this. Um, it's football. Um, football. Just sports in general, but especially in the football, you know, like you'll see like the top top uh football players just talking about, oh, we hate Thursday night football. You know, we don't want that. Like all these actual legitimate problems because, you know, football's a demanding sport. But the reason why the NFLPA is one of the weakest and they don't really, you know, why the owners usually win that is because the while the stars are making a lot, a lot of money, you know, millions and millions, there's a lot of people on the practice squad or, you know, like third stringers on the uh, NFL roster where, they don't make much like you know 600,000 is a lot of money don't get me wrong 600,000 is a lot of money but football is not like other things you know like they don't have a retirement fund or anything yeah I mean they do but like after a certain amount of games you know like this is that 600,000 is gonna go away Mm -hmm. like sooner rather than later you know like it's a lot of money but it doesn't last forever and that's why you know some of these some of the players are just like you know like yeah we know it's not on our you know it's, we don't have an advantage here but like we need the money yeah you know like we need to make money we need to save up for the future and everything you know because this is how we get by this is how we save money for the future and make sure our future is great and you know we can afford stuff and we're for you know taxes and our homes and everything so you know that's that's always like the tricky things about the strikes you know like yeah it's like the strikes are for a good cause and everything and i just wish more people realized how much you know like in this case like actors and actresses that who aren't usually in indie movies or just you know like i said are in smaller roles or background actors all this stuff like you know like see how much like they're sacrificing you know mm-hmm. because they need the, they need to get a better deal you know the pay is awful yeah what they're trying to do with background actors you know with ai and everything is truly disgusting and horrendous so it's really bad did yeah. you hear about tom hanks the tom yeah. hanks video yeah they put like they use his image for like a dentist commercial. Yeah. And as popular as Tom Hanks is, I don't think he would do a dentist commercial no, like on his like, own. Like, yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. He comes across as a nice guy, but I don't think he would do. Uh, like, yeah, I don't think he would be that generous and do a dentist commercial yeah. for like some random dentist company, yeah. you know. You know, it's just sad. It's really sad that, you know, 
I say this because I see a couple of people defending companies who are like, oh, they're all millionaires and everything. It's just not true. Yeah. It really isn't that true. Not that, even not that true. It's not true at all. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, you know, like, like, believe it or not, guys, the, you know, the Rocks, the Robert Downey Jr., the Margot Robbie's, Brad Pitt's, you name it, Leonardo DiCaprio, whoever you want to name. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very big minority in the you know like actor and actresses like in just the interest in the whole industry in general it's just a big minority yeah. and but they're you know they're the most famous so that's why you know they uh that's why it doesn't really seem yeah, that it does way affect them and they've made a lot of like yeah. blockbusters and they definitely i mean they've been in the business for like years years, years decades yeah. even yeah they don't realize I mean, they don't realize that not everyone you know like there's just more than just the big six studios or any of the mini major studios. Like there's indie movies, everything like the industry is huge and people don't realize that some of these actors and actresses don't get paid much. Some of them maybe not even make a dime. Yeah, it's true. Unfortunately it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But with that said guys, on to our final segment of the day, movies coming out this Friday. So The first one I'll say is from A24, Dick's the Musical. I don't really know too much about it, but I do know it has Megan the Stallion. Oh, really? Um, so, Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what it was about, but um, I remember like seeing the trailer and I think it was like kind of interesting. I'm not the biggest fan of musicals, so I probably won't check it out. But Yeah, I'm not really. I like, I mean, I like a little bit, but like, yeah. I'm not really like, I liked the West Side Story, the Steven Spielberg one. I haven't seen it yet, to be honest yeah. with you. It's yeah, it's, it's pretty good. And uh, what else? And then Singing in Rain, but that's that's just like because How about it's in classic. the Heights. In the oh yes, yes, In the Heights is very <laughs> yeah. good too. I actually liked In the Heights too. I did as like well. that movie. In the Heights is good. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, we'll see. Let's I don't know. It's a twenty four. They make yeah. they make a lot of good stuff. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Checking out, and then also we have let's Pet see, Cemetery Pet Cemetery Bloodlines Paramount Plus. Oh yeah. man, because uh, <laughs> I I didn't like the last one. The last, oh yeah, the last one was pretty. Yeah, it was it was yeah, uh, it, was, it was just like all right. Yeah, it was oh, it was mid mid, mid mid at best at best. Yeah. I kind of um, forgot about it till recently. To be honest with you, and yeah. then I'm just like, oh, it's not really a memorable, not as memorable. No. Yeah, no. Um, and then also we have The Exorcist. Believer from Universal, Universal, and, uh, a re kind of like a remake slash reboot of the Exorcist franchise. Sequel, actually, huh? Sequel, actually. Sequel, actually. Sorry, yeah. sequel. Uh, it has the, one of the original ca- uh, cast members, uh, yeah. Ellen Burst, yeah. Burstein, Burstein. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing your last name right. Uh, yeah, she was in the first one. First movie came out. Gonna be 50 years in December. Yeah, crazy. None of us were around when the <laughs> no. first one came out. Uh, but Your grandparents, maybe our yeah. parents. Like, yeah, my, my parents were. My parents were definitely around. Yeah, yeah they, I, were, um, they were like teens. Like thir- I think my dad was like 13 yeah. when it came out. My mom was 14. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I'm a... I don't know if like they're taking like the Halloween route with this though because yeah. I don't know. I have to check. But I don't believe like Exorcist two or Exorcist three are in the same universe as the like in this timeline. In like, this timeline, you know how um with Halloween they did like you know oh. they skipped over like they got rid of, I mean they did it twice where they uh skipped over two in the last one and you know they went Halloween twenty eighteen was supposed to be the new Halloween two and then you know Halloween yeah they like, did a whole yeah so it's yeah. interesting yeah because it's directed by David Gordon Green who redid re. 
rebooted the uh, Halloween franchise, which he did an amazing job with the uh, yes. 2018. And then he did uh, a job on <laughs> yeah. kills, and then he did just did like a just terrible like WTF yeah. <laughs> with Halloween ends. So it's, uh, and I know we had talked a little bit about this before the show. I, I don't know. I I kind of have to wait and see a little bit, kind of hear a little bit of buzz about it before if I decide whether to see in theaters or not. Yeah, the new Halloween because it can go either way. Uh, and I mean, and I definitely, when I saw the trailer, there definitely looks like they're taking a different route in it because you have, yeah. you have two girls this time yeah. instead of one. So, and uh, from the trailers, yeah. it seems to imply that only one of them will live. So one that's of them. yeah, I will say that's an intriguing angle to take. I will say I like yeah. the marketing for it so far. I liked it a lot because, you know, from the test screenings, uh, thing is like, oh, it's not scary enough. Mm-hmm. And you look at those trailers and they're not scary. They are not scary at all. They're more spooky of anything. Yeah. So I, I respect that, you know, the angle they took with marketing showing like, hey, guys, uh, this isn't really going to be, you know, a scary movie. It's going to mm-hmm. be more like spooky, maybe scary in a sense, like, you know, like they're going to do some freaky things and everything yeah. like that are just like, you know, that show like, oh, my God, they're actually like possessed and everything mm-hmm. yeah so i i from what i've seen from the trailers i like it so far i hope it turns out well mm-hmm. um i will say though like like with you mm-hmm. you know i david gordon green when it comes to horror is i think he's a very very talented director but when it's come to horror he's only really you know like hit a home run for me once like i didn't yeah. like i also didn't mind kills that much i enjoyed it i know yeah you yeah ends. you like a little bit more kills yeah. yeah than i did but yeah ends was just like yeah atrocious it just ends basically didn't make any sense yeah it just and then adding a new character it just like it was it was just like why like bro? i said like, in yeah. the first episode like i really really thought that you know I didn't mind kills that much because I thought it was going to surge as a bridge and it was just kind of filler for mm-hmm. ends mm-hmm. because I thought, you know, like, oh, maybe like, you know, the studio wanted three. So, you know, they kind of just made this to just fill something out. And yeah, and I was going to say, you know, like if the job was to make Michael look strong for the third movie, then mission accomplished. But the thing is, follow up matters so much and their follow up was horrendous. And it was yeah. I am a bit worried about it in this cuz this movie could be good. Yeah, it can go either way cuz it's the first it's definitely like the first one cuz it looks like it's the, the first one in the trilogy. And the yeah. first one in the trilogy the next so one is like coming out in 2025. So I'm a little bit worried. I don't know if David Gordon Green could do a horror trilogy because yeah. he from what we've seen so far it's not been a good yeah track record it hasn't been yeah it hasn't i mean he started off strong with it and then yes. the first halloween it was surprisingly good that i i was excited when like when i heard that they were going to do kills and ends and i was i was waiting yeah. too and i was a little bit disappointed because originally kills was supposed to come out in 2020 and then yeah. ends was supposed to come out in 2021 but then the yeah. pandemic so then they had to delay it so then end kills some sorry came out in 2021 and then ends came out last october yeah. 2022 so we'll see how it happens yeah like, we'll see know, we'll, we'll, just, we'll see how it goes um it's still still early it comes out friday so uh yeah we'll see we'll see a little bit about the buzz it's gonna it. be something yeah um i don't know i I'm going to go in with like little, little expectations. Yeah. Not too high. Just have them like in the middle. Well, if it's like a guilty pleasure, like fun movie to watch, Mm -hmm. like if that, you know, if that's the case, that's fine. Yeah. If I could at least enjoy it, Mm -hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Like Halloween ends. I didn't enjoy it. 
you know? Yeah, a lot of people, yeah, it just, it just didn't make didn't any sense. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like adding someone, a new character that takes over, like, basically, like, 85% of the film. Yeah. And then just to have that in the last movie, just, <laughs> it's just like, but, yeah. like, yeah. It's, um, yeah. Yeah. So, but, so. yeah, I mean, definitely looks like, some decent stuff coming out. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, October, so... Next week should so, be very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, next Friday... I mean, uh, Exorcist Believer was supposed to come out next Friday. Oh, really? But the they, 13th? They uh, brought it up because, you know, you got the Eras Tour, Taylor Swift movie next week, so... Oh, yeah, Taylor Swift. I will say... Uh, we live in Taylor Swift's world. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a Taylor Swift world. Listen, now. I enjoy myself some T-Swift, but... Yeah. I won't lie. She's heavily getting overexposed again. Oh my god! Yeah, I like her. I like her too. Yeah, I mean, she's she's talented. She's a talented woman. Uh, I like a couple of her songs. I'm not a fanatic or nothing, but I, you know, I I like a couple of her songs. But yeah, and then this whole thing with like her dating that football player, Travis Kelsey. That's like I hear, I see that. Yeah, I know. Even the NFL is going like crazy about it. Like it's just like they wrote in their bio: the Chiefs are two and zero against the uh, Swifties now. And you know that's pretty. It's pretty bad because it doesn't. It does not look good on their part because of the fact you know like. The um, Sunday's game ended in a very controversial call that it made people think the refs were biased against the Jets because they want the Chiefs to win for Taylor Swift publicity. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's not good, guys. Like I don't know. Um, it's yeah, she's getting it's, very overexposed. Yeah. Like I said, I still I like her music still. You know, like I'm not yeah. the biggest fan of her or anything. Same, but same. Like I enjoy some of her stuff and everything. I think yeah. she's very talented. Absolutely, but man. It's the just overexposure like, is getting it's getting to me now. Like at first, I was just like, "Oh, come on, guys!" Like you're overreacting. Now after this weekend, I'm just like, "Okay." Literally for the past I mean. year. I mean, yeah. ever since her last album, because her last album came out last year. Yeah. Yeah. Midnight. Midnight. Right. Yeah. yeah it's so. just. It's just and then yeah. We got a couple Taylor's versions coming out soon, so yeah. um, I think Reputation might be the next Taylor version. So we'll see. You know, like it's been, it's definitely a lot of overexposure at the moment. So yeah, yeah. We'll see how that goes. But <laughs> yeah. anyways, guys, uh, before we go, uh, we started up some wrestling videos. If you're interested in pro wrestling talk, be sure to check out our pro wrestling video. We talk about Edge going to AEW, big signing for them. So be sure to check that out. Um, should be out. Maybe before or after this video. We'll see uh, what order I do things um, when I'm in an editing room. Um, sorry if this episode's been a little bit messy because, you know, like there's been a lot going on in the background, but, um, you know, for the most part, um, I think it's been a very, very fun episode here today. Um, next week should be even more fun, you know. Um, we're we're going to talk about the creator. I think I'm going to go talk about The Exorcist Believer, so um, be sure to check out for that. We are going to have our movie license video game stuff next week. So be sure to also check out for that. Um, Tune in. Should be a fun episode. And uh, we'll have a camera next week. Um, I'm going to have to go buy one, I think. We'll see what we do. Um, <laughs> but uh, right now I'm just using my laptop. So, you know, the quality might not be the best. But this is a start, guys. This is a start. Got to so, start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again for sticking with us. And, and I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. Um, check us out next week. Check out our other videos, our other podcasts if you haven't seen it. Uh, we love you guys for all the support that you give us. And um, it's been really, really good seeing, you know, the other videos get a lot of traction and everything. It's especially that first episode. It 
got a lot of solid traction. So I would love to thank you guys for all of that. It means a lot, really. A view, yeah. just watching us, and yeah. it, it just, it honestly means a lot. We, we really appreciate it, and we appreciate you guys listening to us, mm. our input, our thoughts, and uh, yeah, really, it's it's yeah. it's for you guys, so we, we, you know, we thank you, you know, it's, yeah. uh, you know, so we thank you. Because, you know, we uh, at the moment, we're, uh, we're at 90 for that first video, and um, good. on YouTube, it's 68, every other platform's uh, about um, 32, or something like that. You know, for that number it might not be a lot to a lot of people but for us like that means a lot oh yeah so, definitely definitely you know you we're know. a small podcast we're yeah. you know uh we're still figuring out our footing and everything we're still you know um trying to new things out and um you know getting to a point where uh we have you know we have something set in stone and everything so um, like I said, thank you guys for uh, sticking with us. Hope you guys stay for the ride because, like I said, it's been really, really fun. So, yeah, check us out next week. We're here every week. We'll have some more wrestling stuff coming up. And, yeah, with that said, this has been JP. This has been Javier Rodriguez. Thank you for tuning in to the Real Rap Podcast. Check you in next week. Life with a meaning attacking your thoughts Begging and screaming to ask you to start Remind you of things that you know that you're not Battles and demons you know that you fought Wishing that people would give it a thought now Maybe I just go to therapy Caring ain't even a part of the reason these people are glaring me Lights in the glamour and really was flaring me